let uh, I got Joe from Ears One in the studio in the house, man. Thank you for coming out. Of course. Appreciate you. Yeah, this time I'm by myself. Yeah, you know. Uh, but fuck it, man. That's how we do it. We got Lou finally with a mic. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Got Lou mic'd up. Say something for the people, Lou. Yeah, I don't know what he said, but I'm sure y'all heard that. You know what I'm saying? He's all the way in. The, we have a huge... If you've never been to the Throne Studios, it's humongous. And Lou is actually in another room. Uh, I can't see Lou. So... Uh, if you ever come do a show with us, Lou is never here. He's in another room. He just yells. Anytime you heard him yell, he was yelling through the walls. <laughs> it's kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, I, I noticed you got a Hendrix shirt on, man. Yeah, are you, yeah. Are you a big Hendrix fan? Yeah. I fucking, I had like a whole phase, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in middle school, high school. It's like, yeah, bro, Hendrix is the shit, you know? Mine came later on in life. Mine really? was in the 20s. Really? But, yeah. Is I that why you started wearing the headbands? Nah. This just to keep the hair down. <laughs> and out of my face. I've never had to deal with that. But no, I, I used to, I had this phase, man. I don't know if it was the you know, starting to smoke weed or whatever, but Hendrix was like like, oh man, he was like the best guitar player ever, man, you know? But you you get into some of this metal shit and it's like they're like next next level. Even some of the people that in the scene, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know, I guess people evolve, right? Yeah, Hendrix, nah, Hendrix was the man. Granted, he did a lot of covers, but... <laughs> but his covers were, like, his own, you know? I know. That's why I can't say nothing about it. You feel me? Yeah, because no, I, I feel the same way. He turned it into his song. But the thing is that back in the day, I think it was, like, more accepted to do covers. Like, people had, like, the Motown shit where, like, everyone was doing, like, the same song. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just covering old school shit or... Everyone had a Christmas record. That shit is so cheesy. How do you do? You like any Christmas songs? Like, are you one of those people that like you love that shit? You're in the mall, fucking all peppy and no, shit. No, definitely not. I can't stand Christmas definitely music. Definitely not. They tried to do an ugly sweater pose, uh, photo shoot. I'm like, no. Really? Yeah. You don't want to do it? No. I I think that'd be funny. Yeah, but we had other stuff to focus on besides that at the moment. So like, let's get that out the way, and then let's think about the ugly photo, sw- ugly sweater. <laughs> let's get some actual <laughs> shit done, and then yeah. we'll we'll figure out what stupid sweater we want to buy. We got it done. So if you want to do it now, we can, we can do it now. I don't care now. Well, as long as you get the business shit done, you know what I mean. That's yeah. what matters. But uh, I actually had a, a fucking. They did one last year at my job, and I had a fucking sweater that had a picture of Jesus on it. And it said happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Cake. Uh, I think I won like 25 bucks or some stupid shit for wearing a stupid sweater. Yeah. It's fine. That's a plus for me. Yeah. But you guys just dropped The Passage, the single. A new single. There's a lyric video. You guys should definitely check that shit out. It's all over Facebook, all over Instagram. I, I saw the, the big the big portrait that you guys have on your Instagram page now. Yeah. I've actually... It's You know what's crazy is like... I haven't like I've had these ideas like I wanted to do a lyric video uh, and I wanted to I was thinking about doing like a portrait of the EP cover on the Instagram page but I don't know about uploading all the pictures or any of that stuff and like it's funny how like people think alike you know what I'm saying yeah at the end of the day we have the same goal in mind so it's cool but now it's like I can't do it (laughs) (laughs) I mean you could do it because at the end of the day I mean a lot of people do regurgitate not necessarily regurgitate but everybody repeats you know what I'm saying yeah something that somebody told me there's nothing new under the sun so I mean stuff that's been done in the past will be done again you know 
Yeah, that's true. Really, everything's been done. Like that South Park episode where it's like Simpsons did it. It's like any idea they had is like it's been done by someone else. Yeah. Which is true. But that's the crazy thing about music is like you can have a band like ACDC who's like, it's like the same chords every song, but like they do them a little bit different. They rearrange them a tiny bit differently every song, and it's like you have a whole record. Yeah. That's, that's fucking weird. But they're able to pull it off. I, yeah, there's some acts like that just get away with sounding the exactly the same. I feel that way about Motorhead. I never yeah. liked Motorhead that much. Yeah, Motorhead. Yeah, I feel that way about Megadeth. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I don't. Yo, Maddox and Vince love fucking Megadeth, man. And I honestly, they're just. Eh, the first okay. album was gold. After that, everything else sounded like it was a knockoff of that album to me. Which one was their first album? Um, was it Rust in Pieces? Rust in Peace. Yeah, Rust in Peace. Rust in Peace was their first album? I yeah. Know. I don't think that was their Either first. that or Peace Cells. Which one was it? I mean, let me fact Honestly, I'm the, I'm the last person to consult about Megadeth. But, uh, because I've never, I've never really been into them. There's a few songs, you know, Hangar 18, Head Crusher, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They have, cool, they have a few cool songs. But that's what I'm saying, the first album, that was it for me. I heard the first album, and I tried to listen to other stuff. I was like, no. I'll just stick to this album. <laughs> <laughs> there's, it's sad. There's a lot of bands that are like that, or there's a lot of bands that are the opposite. Where it's like the first album I didn't like at all, and then I like the sound that they grew into. Yeah. Um, like the sound that Slipknot started with, I feel like you know, like the first self-titled album, they had a lot of weird. Like there, there's a song called Scissors on there. It's like ten minutes. Like half of it is like weird coughing and like, yeah, throwing no. up noises and shit yeah but but like and then you get to all hope is gone and a lot of like the diehard fans hated that album but i, I thought it was, no, really I dope. was a pretty good album i thought it was a sulfur dead yeah. memory psychosocial those are all dope songs in my opinion yeah that was a good album uh a lot of people love disturbed but eh. all right megadeth's first album is killing is my business and business is good oh yeah and from 1985 1985 okay, then, Wait, then, it was, then it was Peace Cells, and then uh, So Far So Good, Rust in Peace, Countdown to Extinction, Euthanasia. It was Peace Cells. Uh, Holy fuck, That's they got a lot of shit. Yeah. No, dude, they have they like have 13 a, albums yeah, or some dude. shit, right? No, they got like 20 albums, and they all sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about that 80s thrash metal that I'm waiting to see the what they're going to do now because of, with the drummer that they have. Yeah, the drummer that they have now is is dope. They've gone through so many drummers, though. I know. They've gone through a lot of band members, period, man. I, yeah. I, I wonder what that, like, I, to me that says a lot about Dave Mustaine, really. Cause, man, fuck that guy. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. He seems, like, difficult to work with. I don't know. I mean, look at his resume, so. <laughs> I kicked out of Metallica. Those are, like, the coolest guys ever, dude. You know what I mean? Except you know what for maybe Lars. But everyone else is cool as shit. Yeah. Uh... Going back to your single, uh, The Passage, I wanted to, like, ask, as a drummer, dude, like, was that your first time doing, like, studio work, or? Nah. Work? Nah, I mean, I've done studio stuff before. Oh, yeah, well, you guys did the EP in the studio. Yeah. That's true. Uh, but but even the production that, on this one sounded, I mean, leagues above what the EP sounded like, and not, no disrespect to the EP. I personally like breaking out a lot. Yeah. But like, yo, you can't tell me that the production on this isn't 
Well, I'm I mean, we, just the level-wise, it's not. Well, the low. thing is with this one, we did pre-pros as opposed to the EP. The EP we didn't have pre-pros, so. What is pre-pros? Um, pre-production, where we actually sat down, tracked oh, okay. the song, worked out the parts, and different things like that, as opposed to the to the. Just EP. sitting down and doing it. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying. You. The EP, we wrote the songs and at the practice studio or wherever we wrote them at. And then we went into the studio and did them that way. Then once we heard it, then we started doing all the tweaks and stuff. We're like, dang, I should have did this. I should have did this. I could have did that. Da, 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 da. This one, okay. This is it. We're going to write to it. This is how it's going to be structured for the most part. And we're going to tweak, tweak it from there. So that way, when we go into the studio, we know what we're going to do and knock it out right away. As opposed to last time, we did a lot of writing in the studio. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you went in there already with the battle plan, like yeah. ready to execute and shit. Yeah. That's a smart way to do it. Because especially when you're paying for, for studio time, I mean, you got to have your chops set. Yeah. You time to practice. Like you got to have your shit set that way. Spend the minimum amount of money. So is that really the main difference between what you did for the first EP and what you did for the single? Yeah, that's dope, man. Because yeah, the I, I was so impressed when I when I heard uh, the cut. Th- there was actually a couple cuts that I that I heard. Uh, yeah, Ralph showed me a cut that was like mixed with like the guitars higher or some shit, and like the yeah. bass lowered, and then one with like the bass. I honestly I like the bassier mix. Yeah. Is well, that, what, the reason why I do makes you want one. Yeah, we went with the, the one that was a little more bass here, but the thing, the reason why it sounds so punchy is because of the frequency of the drums and the bass. So they they thump together. So the the reason why it's real heavy bass wise is because I play with with big drums. Um, the drums I played with at the studio they were sixteen and eighteen floor toms. I think they were sixteen by sixteen and eighteen by eighteen floor toms. Nice. So they just gave all that thump and bottom in. That's why. If you, it sounds real punchy and bassy like that, that's fucking dope. I I, I don't know shit about mixing and mastering and Me all neither, that. Me neither. But once I heard it, I was like, I heard the drums and then I heard the bass. I was like, okay, now that's the reason why that's happening. Now I know why. why it sounds he so he like broke it down. Nah, you was I was able to hear it because I play drums. I'm, like, I'm trying to find my drums. Right. And on the first mix, I'm like, I know they're there. I can't hear them. Then I put them on. I played them on something else. I was like, okay, there they go. You know. Yeah, no, I, I think the the bass here mix was 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 dope. I mean, both mixes were sick, but I yeah. like hearing that thump. You know, when you put it in the yeah. car, you make the mirror shake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That drums and bass complement each other real well to get that thump. That rhythm section is so important in, in yeah. metal. I think uh, a lot of bands utilize like you know the the kicks and the chugs or the the mutes, the palm mutes together, yeah. in the riffs and stuff. So. Uh, it was really well executed, man. That guy clearly knew he knew what he was doing. You used their kit or you used your own kit? No, I used theirs. What kind of kit was it? A DW or something? No, nah, they had a Crush Sublime Maple. What's a Crush? I never heard of that. Uh, that that, uh, that brand? No. Nah. You've, you've heard it because you've heard one of my snares. I have one of their snares. Remember my green and black snare? Have you ever seen my green and I've black se- snare? I, I've seen it, yeah. That was a crushed snare. Yeah, but I never peeped it. You know what I'm saying? I never uh-huh. heard of that brand. No, that's dope. Yeah. They've been around for a minute? Yeah, they've been around for a couple years. That's it? Nah, they... I want to give them a good... That's crazy. I never heard of them. And usually with, with drum and I think brands. they're from down here, too. They're from Florida? Yeah, I think they're from somewhere in Florida. The thing with drum brands, I mean, a lot of music brands in general is that the, the big dog's been around for so long. I mean, Zildjian and Sabian. Nah, this is one of the new dudes. That's what but I'm saying. They, but they big. 
Do I you mean, still use that snare? Nah, not no more. I wish. What happened to it? Yeah. I just beat the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so did, did it crack on you? It nah. Nah, but the, because of the tension that I kept on it, the shell warped on me. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. So you just tighten the shit out of it, huh? Yeah. Did, did, oh, man, after I got to show you the, the, the snare that I got, the pork pie. I seen it. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Uh, th- th- I, w- I wanted to ask if you could help me. Uh, actually, now when we start getting into recording for the album, uh, if you could help me like tune uh, my kick. Because I have um, the electric tuner, so I can you know I can set it to whatever pitch I want. But my issue is like um, getting the right like rebound on the toms. Yeah. That that's my issue. Like, I can't I, I can't get the sound that I want without sacrificing a little bit of dynamics because I can't really roll on them that well because they're kind of loose to get the thump that I want. Yeah. Do you I feel... Mean, do you, like, fuck, do you... Does that happen to you? It has, but I just changed the heads. <laughs> like, oh, you think I need new heads at this point? Probably, I probably do. I mean, um, depends on how long you had your heads on that and, and if you beat, like, I, when you do hit hard, like, I hit. <laughs> but, um, how often you change yours? I need to change mine now. Every couple but, months type shit? Nah. I change mine like maybe once a year. It's expensive. Once a year? Yeah, like maybe one. Well, no. I was like, like once Damn. every two years. Once every two years or so. It takes me a while to change my heads. Your your heads? Really? Yeah. At least on the tums. My snares, that's a different story. But on my tums, it takes me a minute. Hmm. So you don't you don't really tighten them up that, that much? What on the... Nah. On the tums, you don't tighten them up? Nah. I, I mean, I, using- I do... I do, but the the way I tune them, I tune them low, so I don't get a rebound, so I get the 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 thud out of it. How do you tone them low? Like that's my thing. I'm not too good with tuning it. Um. Do you like tighten up the top head, loosen the bottom head up a bit, or what? No, nah, I tune the bottoms to to a certain pitch, and then I tune the tops. I tune the tops lower than I do the bottoms. Really? Yeah. I thought the top head always had to be tighter than the bottom head. Nah. Or so the I'm, way around. I'm I'm the opposite when it comes to that. For the toms? Yeah. What about the snare? Nah, the snare is the bottom's a little looser than the top. The same thing, huh? Yeah. What kind of snare? Well, no, the, it's, it's the opposite. Yeah, the bottom head's tighter than the, than the top head, right? Yeah. That's what no, I'm the bottom head's looser than the top head is on it? my snare. Okay. And on my toms, the top's tighter than. The, the bottom's tighter than the top. Man, you're confusing as fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. <laughs> That's the thing, dude. Is I, I just... Because I, I, I really like doing doubles or, you know what I'm saying, cool little fills. And it's it's just hard when you can't get the the roll that you want on the toms. Yeah, so I'm trying you, to find that happy medium. You might have to change the heads. Because yeah, if, if you go with a thicker head... Um, It'll give you more, a little more rebound. Plus, it'll give you the thud that you want. But you without, know what I mean, like uh, going from something like a rubber pad on, a, on an electric kit to, yeah. to a head. You can't get the same. You you can't get the same bounce. Nah. Which is kind of why I feel like using an electric kit is cheating. You know what I'm saying? Like not cheating uh, for studio work or whatever. I just mean cheating like for live stuff. I don't know. It seems weird. I saw a band play with a with a live drum set. Uh, I mean, with an electric drum set for a live set. Where? Uh, in Fort Myers. Yeah, we play with that. <laughs> <laughs> we play with that band. Uh, with the old guy. Uh, it was. Old, it had to be an older guy, and it was like a. Was it red or blue or silver? What was it? 
The kit? Yeah. I think it was just black. It was just black and it was a nice kit. It was a roll. Yeah, it was a roll. It was a nice kit. No, it was a nice kit. But I, I like, Buddy spent money on it. Like, yeah, he had like hell, shell cases and. Yeah. Like, I know what you talk about. We played, we did, we did a show with him too. Yeah. And the thing is that, like, the whole mix just sounded low. Like, and I thought they were good, like, their sound and stuff, but, like, the voice was, like, way above the music. And it's, I guess. I don't know if they were using digital pedals and stuff too, but the drums just weren't cutting at all. Like, if I can hear the stick hitting the rubber, <laughs> yeah. If I can hear the stick hitting the rubber on the shit, that's come on, man. That's that. I that is if to me it feels like I was watching a band like 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 play Guitar Hero or like rehearse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. That's how I felt. Then he was doing doubles, double pedal and stuff. I was like, okay. He's playing double bass. I'm like, okay. But you're still on the E kit, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. I, uh, I'm like, it's still an E kit at the end of the day. How do you... There's a... What about the kits, the E kits that, like, look like real kits? That's a different story because, I mean... Those are cool. Yeah. But it's simulating a real kit. You could, It looks like you're playing a real kit as opposed to... You can tell that you're playing an actual e kit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, I feel like there's more, there's uh, there's more, like uh, realism. It's, yeah, it's on more the natural. Heads. Yeah. Because yeah. I think what they do is they use real shells and yeah. all that shit, and then they just put a rubber slip like with a trigger in it over yeah. like a real head. Or I get so a mesh head. Yeah, yeah, either one. Or that too. I feel like a mesh head though is just basically an e kit though. At that point, you know what I'm saying? It's so easy to get the rolls on that mesh head. I mean, it depends on how you tone them. You to- you can tone mesh? Uh, yeah, you can tone them a little loose, not to the point where you get a full rebound. But if you're doing it that way, like with mines, I do it that way. But I got to put like a um a dot on it so I don't bust through it. Oh, jeez. You know what, what do you mean? Like the... Hidden from hiddenness so hard? Well, I hit hard anyway, but it's... But like the- for an e-kit, can't you like kind of... Yeah, that's why I put down... down you know the Evans on um, bass drum pads? Yeah. I put those on that. Yeah. <laughs> like a little foam? Not the little foam, the um the little um the, the, the kit. nylon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The nylon pads. Jeez, man, you put that shit on the fucking mesh head, dude. Yeah. Do you aim for it? Yeah. Yeah, it helps. Do you do that thing where you do the doubles on the dime on a pillow and shit? You ever done those methods? I used to. Did I used to help? do it on the pillow, yeah. It, it helped helps. me. It helps. I also, also had a pair of sticks that I just t- put a bunch of tape around the tips to give them weight. And I would practice with those. What's the point of doing that? Exercise. It's the same, get the same effect as playing on a pillow or playing with marching sticks. Oh, okay. If you ever played, have you ever practiced with heavier sticks than what you actually played? Yeah, yeah. I went, well, I did, uh, I did marching band for, uh, for a school year, freshman yeah. year. And they made me pick up, you know, the, the white Vic Firths, the big old fat ones. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're way heavier. Yeah, and then you switch to your regular sticks, it's like nothing. Super light. But sometimes I don't like that. I Like, sometimes I feel like when I switch back, like, they're going to slip out of my hands. <laughs> but that's why I, I grabbed a regular pair of sticks and just taped the, the tips. Uh, the add weight to the tips. That's why I'm still playing with my stick. Yeah, the, you use the Buddy Rich, right? Yeah. Are those longer than, than usual sticks? They are. But I I don't got weird with them. Like I don't I tape a butt to the bottom of them, to where there's like it sticks out, almost like a um like a sword, like a hilt. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Fucking cra- Why? So it doesn't slip. Oh, so, so he's slipping on you, huh? Yeah. That fucking palm sweat is what gets me, dog. Yeah. And because they're painted sticks, they're extra slippery. Oh, so, yeah, the white, the white coating on that yeah. shit. So by the time I get to that, to the butt of the stick, it's like a ball. So I can just hold the ball and, and just go. Yeah, I guess it won't slip at that point. Yeah. That's cool. So every every time you get a new pair of sticks, you got to sit there and tape them shits? Yeah. I, like, I was really doing annoying. it for a while. I got to stop back doing it, though, because it was very comfortable. And it shortened the stick for me, too. You're not doing it anymore? I still you do got it. lazy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that, dude. I, I still do it here and there, but... I, dude, I still want to try those aluminum sticks. I broke them. I... <sighs> I don't understand how you break aluminum consistency. sticks. Consistency. It's just consistency in one spot. What? Just flip the stick over, though, dude. Yeah. Still, if, huh? If I'm consistently chopping at one spot, spinning a stick, that stick is going to get weak, and then it's going to go. Damn, dude. It just popped on you, huh? Yeah. What is it that you change on those, though? Because I know they sell, like, replacement parts for them and shit. Or, like, the actual stick. I mean, the actual stick is supposed to come with a warranty. I've never used it. But, um. Use it. They say you can send it back and I'll send you another stick. Or if you beat up the plastic, they sell the plastic sleeves to go over them. You can do that. What part of them is plastic, though? The, um. The grip? The outside, nah. The top of it. That means you have a... Have you I've have, never, no, I've never held them. I've just seen them. Yeah, there's um, the top part of the stick is plastic. So before you bought shot. them, you didn't even get to use them. Yeah. So uh, and and but you don't like them. Nah. So why'd you buy them? Cause I thought I would like them. They felt <laughs> they felt good with gloves on, but then I stopped playing with gloves. Yeah. Oh man, you know that's that's a big fucking thing. Gloves and or then, no gloves. And then when it came to those sticks, because the plastic on the top, yeah, I would beat it up. And then I had to go replace it or try to make it shrink back, and then at the end of it would. So it's like you gotta do maintenance on your drumsticks. Yeah. It's like I gotta change my heads, I gotta change my drumstick yeah. heads, I gotta fucking get new beaters. Yeah, like it's no, not okay. worth it anymore. Nah. nah, I feel you, cause you're gonna buy new pairs of like you're you're gonna buy new pairs of sticks anyway. Yeah, in like three months. Might as well get a new pair of sticks instead of buying just little heads for. It. That makes sense. That 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 makes me not want them anymore. I mean, no, but that's because I know they're not gonna last me no no more than three months. Damn, the aluminum <laughs> ones won't last you three fucking months. Yeah. You broke them in three months. Yeah, I give them three months. If I'm if I'm gigging consistently, if we plan like consistently, yeah, three months. Jeez. But that's you know what I'm saying consistently beating on them and practicing with them and. Just beating it. Just crap tearing out. through them yeah. shits, man. That's fucking ridiculous. Three months for aluminum sticks. Fucking monster. But, like I said, it's this consistency that's what breaks them with me. Because my my rim shots are consistent. The same spot every time on the on the snare. It yeah. doesn't vary. It doesn't vary. It's not like I'm hitting <laughs> other spots in this, on the snare. I'm hitting the same spot. I mean, that is good. That's good technique. Yeah. It sucks for sticks day. though, because I just chop at them. Man, I I don't know what it is with me and cymbals, man. I just have bad luck. Uh, but I I just cracked another crash, dude. Uh, recently, and like it, it had its tone for mm-hmm. a few weeks, and then yeah, like last practice it died on me. It's don't over. Feel bad. I got a bunch of dead cymbals. Want some coffee? No, 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 no. I can't. I'm a, I'm a little drunk already. I can't. Uh, I can't keep going. We're, you know what I'm saying? Here at the throne, we live it up, people. I'm saying we, we, we pour it up. 
What are you What are you drinking here? Let me Let me tell people what, what we're drinking here. It's not actual coffee. It is uh, Miami Club <laughs> Cuban dope. Coffee yeah, Rum good. Liqueur from Miami. Yo, that's lit. It's from here. Yeah. Says it's from Miami. Miami Club Rum has won many awards, including double gold medal. Whatever that's, I don't know, whatever that is. But, yo, y'all should check that shit out. Apparently, it's delicious. That's the thing is, I like, uh, is it like Kahlua? You ever had Kahlua? Did you taste it? I haven't tasted it. I can't, I can't do it right now. I can't Just do taste it. it. Nah, man. I had, I had whiskey already, man, you know? God damn it. All right. I'll do it for the people. That was easy. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no. T- ooh. <laughs> yo. That's like... That's fire right there, son. I mean, that's how you start a day. That's literally a Cuban <laughs> coffee that gets you drunk. Is that what the man? So I wonder what happens if you heat it up. Probably that's probably too much. Probably burns. Have you ever had a um, uh, see like oh man I I feel like I could use this for a white Russian and that shit would be bomb. What? Yo, how much was this bottle? Sixteen. That's it? Yeah. Yo, the whole bottle? Yo, fuck Kahlua, dog. <laughs> it's a wrap. And you got this shit at Total Wine? Man, that's dope. Yo, for real. Shout out to Miami Club Cuban Coffee. If y'all want to sponsor me, <laughs> y'all go ahead and email me at the throne park, uh, the throne JC at gmail.com. Make sure you share this with uh, Miami Club Cuban Coffee Rum Liqueur. I'm sure they'll fucking want to sponsor us. We'll get a hat or something. That I wear <laughs> to all the gigs now or some shit. That'd be cool. Nah, but it's, it's actually pretty good. No, it's really delicious, man. I, I've never had Kahlua by itself. I don't think it would taste good. But that's not Kahlua. Is this what Kahlua? I feel like this is what Kahlua would taste like, though. Nah, Kahlua's a little sweeter. Sweeter? Yeah. Like they actually add and it's like it's a little thicker too. Oh, okay. This is actually. It's yeah. It's just like con- the consistency of coffee. It's weird. I'm more of a I'm more of a whiskey bourbon, Scotch person over over rum. Do you like rum? Yeah, I'm a rum dude. That that's your shit. Yeah, I was on vodka for a while. Ew. But vodka is like Viagra, so I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I put that down real quick. Put down the yeah. crunk juice. <laughs> yeah. Shit. But nah, dude. Uh, nah, that's what's it. That's happy juice. It's all rum. That's rum? You just mix together a bunch of different rums? A bunch rums? of rums. Fuck that. That's why I've never had happy juice, bro. Yes, you have. No, have I've you? never tried. No. You always offer and I always say no because I'm smart. What do you mean? Because I can't. I, I know I can't handle that <laughs> shit, bro. I don't like rum to begin with. I'm not going to go ahead and take the happy juice before a set or, or after a set when I'm probably going to have to drive Ooh. home. I just can't. Is happy juice all that bad? It's, it's really good. But does it get you fucked up? Oh, terribly. That that's then I can't deal with that. It's great. Not not when you gotta drive home. Because you know what? Here at the throne, we drive safe. You, you don't you don't drive home. You sleep in your car for an hour, then you drive home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. If I if I fall asleep in my car, I'm gonna wake up at Look, like seven and it's we have a grip in that story where we found this dude sleeping in the car. Lou. No way. Yeah. Tell me that story. What he the was, fuck? Dude, he was missing for like two hours. We were like, okay, I know he's here because his car is still here. I don't know where the hell this dude is at. And we searched Churchill's. We searched the, the Churchill's bus. We searched around the building. We went to Walgreens. We went everywhere. Something clicked. I'm like, yo, go check his car. Showing up, this dude is in the car. 
<laughs> just fucking just eating it. Yeah. Come on, man. Ow. Do you remember what happened, Lou? No. <laughs> Not at all. It was kryptonite. That was the, the most recent one? No. No, 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 no. This was maybe like two years ago. Yeah. Oh, that was before I was with Inouye. Yeah. Kryptonite's in February, right? Yeah. I joined Inouye like in May or September of that year. For sure, our first show was in September. Yeah, you were you were in the you were in the round for the heydays. No, I wasn't around for for those days. Not yet. I think they were still with. Uh, no, uh, they didn't have a drummer. Yeah, that's right. They were out of commission for a while. Yeah. What the fuck were those days like, man? Because I hear so much now about the scene dying down and shit. Honestly, bro, I think, and this is just my my opinion. Whoever may be listening, that like, this next kryptonite is gonna be. Uh, a good barometer as to where we are right now because usually kryptonite is packed well it depends, on who, it, it, it depends on who's playing because when it comes to kryptonite i think it, 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 it works in like generations because the first couple of kryptonites you had salamara state of solitude revolution and all those dudes and then we came onto the scene and last year was our kryptonite you know what i'm saying Last year, I think, was our kryptonite. This year, it's going to be a little different. It's, it's, it's waiting to see who's going to be up and running next. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's going to be a barometer across all boards to so see where the bands are, see where the, the fan base is. I don't know, man. I feel like I've been seeing less and less people at shows recently. Yeah. Like, the, like the last three or four months of 20, like pretty much the last half of 2018, I've yeah. seen the, 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 the last, like, great show that I remember playing uh, was, like, the Buried Alive 2, in Ju- like or the Buried Alive where uh, Lou was on Danny's shoulders and yeah. shit. That was, like, the last great show that I remember that I, pl- that I was a part of. We have... Wasn't there another one after that? We played another Buried Alive or something like that. No, I'm saying there were two Buried Alives. I think it was the first one... The one in June was the one where you were on Danny's shoulders, and I think yeah. there was one in August. Well, we, and they were both lit. What was the Swedish dudes? When, which one had the Swedish dudes in it? What fucking Swedish dudes are you talking? I about? think you're you were at the, you might have been at the wrong show, Joe. No, we was we <laughs> played the damn show. We was busting your balls. I, I don't remember Andy, the Swedish guy. It's on it's on one of our live videos, and he's like, "Give it up for Sweden." I don't know if they came from Sweden or whatever. But these Swedish dudes that came up, they're having a ball at Churchill's. I think it might have been the better life too. That's my favorite, dude. When like people that are like just down here to visit, whether they're like staying close to Windwood or whatever, and then they stumble upon Churchill's, and yeah. you, you can tell they're not, <laughs> they're not from around here. Too. Yeah, they're just having like the that's best. What hap- time. That's what happened to us that night. Yeah, they're, they're, you can see them having like the best time. It's just and like, they got trashed. They got like slaughtered, drunk. Oh, like oh, like they were tourists. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember you guys. Yeah, I remember you guys posted about that or some shit. That was hilarious. That was awesome. That shit was funny. It's always cool when you meet dope people like that, man. You guys had like a bunch of cool people over uh, at the Verona, right? Yeah. Yeah. How was that, man? The Verona playing up there. It was okay. And on tour with the van it was, it, and all. It was. It was very entertaining. The, there was a band up there that was very entertaining. Shout out to Black Clash. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Shut band. Up. I will have them on the podcast, bro. I'll yeah, talk if to you can Mike get them one. down here, I'm down. Yeah. Shout out to Mike Uno. They were, they were, they were very interesting. You guys should call it Eras or uh, uh, just 
Shut just, up, Jason. You guys should just call Shut it up. Uno. Or, oh, fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> even, uh, even the other band, um, Sopos or whatever. Yeah, Sopos. Sopos. Shout they out to good. them. Yeah, shout out to Sopos. They were, I wasn't there. They were good. <laughs> they were a reggae band, though. They were, they were all hippies. Like, modern day hippies. Just jamming the fuck out? Yeah. That and they got, cool, man. they got drunk as fuck. Man, I hear the Verona's is a sweet ass place to play. Is yeah, dude. Yo, the owner was nice as I don't know what, dude. Yo, the owner was trying like trying to let us like sleep there. Over yeah, the he was gonna let shit. us sleep there overnight. That's a cool guy right there. Yeah, I mean, we wanted to get in a hotel, but yeah, I, I recommend like, doing that for sure. You know what I'm saying? I would have just get my bar tab running like all night. Yeah, we would have no bueno. <laughs> yeah, we would have probably got hammered. That's the thing. I, I mean, what, he was gonna stay there with you guys. No, he was just gonna leave us there. He was just gonna leave. Dude, we could probably a set band up. with fucking an open bar there. That's not a good idea. <laughs> Look, we hey could... man, let me get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dude, just we one, someone stays with... behind the counter and plays bartender, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. It'd probably been Lou, not him. Yeah. We would have been behind the Lou's bar. always working the grill or yeah. fucking. Someone's gotta be an adult. Yeah, exactly. It's always Lou or Lucha. Yeah. When he's not focusing about, you know, Argentina. Dude, my goal is to get Lucha drunk. That has been Why? my goal. Because he's the only one I haven't seen drunk in the band yet. Really? Yeah. Well, Kryptonite, right? I was going to happen. He didn't, was he, did he play with you guys for Kryptonite? Yeah, like, but he didn't drink. So I was pissed. I like. Yeah, that's when he was like getting his feet out. wet. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, so he wasn't really one of you guys yet. Yeah. Not yet. You guys were still in the hazing process. Yeah, now now he knows what it's about. Now yeah. he's 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 for real. He's a member. Yeah. You guys have you guys ever gonna get stage names? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Like I really thought about it. What was what was I said mine's gonna be um Come on man, let me I don't hear know it. what the fuck you're talking what, what about. Was it? No, I thought about it. I thought about a stage name. Um I've been given a stage name that I don't Whoa. want. <laughs> yeah, Juicy Cox. It's um, not funny. I thought about it. I forgot what it was. It was something with sticks in it. Sticks? Uh, something with sticks. I forgot something what it was. Something with sticks. I think Heavy Hands is cool. Yeah. I think that's, a, that's, a, that's probably the coolest thing you could do. What about Lou? Come on, man. Lou El Mijito. El Mijito Munoz. <laughs> Yo. Sounds sound like a boxer, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Coming down to the ring, uh, weighing in at 165 pounds, Luis El Mijito Munoz. He just walk in the ring holding two carrots. <laughs> Mexican flag on as a cape, sombrero. That's great. I would cheer for El Mojito. El, Mi- El Mojito. <laughs> That's like his enemy or some shit. <laughs> oh, man. No, I don't know. I always thought stage names were um, pretty 2000s. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think stage names are cool anymore. No. When did that die out? When? I mean, well, I said it's 2000s, but like, really, did it die out then? What? I mean, who do I know still uses stage names? Because Metallica doesn't. No. Avenged Sevenfold does. They do. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, faggot. Slipknot did it for a while, but they did numbers. No, they still... Dude, fucking... Nah, the new members... Joey Jordison is not his name. Is it? No, that's not his name, but... They did did have the numbers thing. Yeah, but uh, since the new members, they don't have the numbers no more. 
Um, who else did names? Atreyu? No. No? Uh, oh. I can, man, yeah. State, state, stage names were, were a weird thing. Yeah. Um, I know there was another band. Well, Axel, uh, Guns N' Roses does stage names. Yeah. Axel Rose slash Duff. Yeah. Duff McKagan. I don't think that's his name. Is that a real name, Duff? I don't know. I, I would never name my kid Duff. That's just, you just want your kid to be, like, a stupid kid. <laughs> if you name your kid Duff. Yeah, you want him to get picked on. <laughs> you just want, that's begging for him to get picked on. Duff. Uh, Mike, did my no, Michael Michael Romance didn't have stage names. What's like the, the, the fucking, the, like, emo or, not emo, but like, like the, like your guilty pleasure band that you listen to? Is there a band like that that you're like is half ashamed that you listen to them? No. I'm um, proud of everything. Yeah. I haven't been listening to nothing really crazy lately. Yeah, but it's never something that you listen to currently. It's always you something know, that's like from back in the day that you yeah. kind of have in the closet, you know? Nah. I think the last one... That probably would have shocked people. Is I was on a Prince fiend for a while. Prince? Yeah, I was on Prince for a good little minute. I seen. My thing is, I don't watch. I don't dig up people unless I see like a documentary or something, or it's mentioned in a conversation or some kind of way it's brought up. Like I seen a Prince documentary, and I'm like, you know what? Let me go listen to Prince. Played all his albums. Same thing with Queen. I seen the Queen documentary. I like. Let me go listen to that album. Oh yeah, yeah. So, Queen is awesome, but it's always going back into the archives. But yeah, no, I would never be ashamed to tell anybody I listen to Prince or Queen. Yeah, but like you know, I, every once in a while I cut on a Fall Out Boy record. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not ashamed to listen to say to say about Fall Out Boy. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Fall Out Boy because they they came out in 2000, so it was okay. I was a part of that generation. I was a that. You 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 like pop punk for a little bit? For a little bit. That was the only band that that really caught my ear from that like pop punk sound. Really, it was them and Maroon Five. No, Jesus. See, like, that's what I'm see, saying. Yeah, Maroon. I was, I was okay with Maroon Five. Maroon Five, and who was the other one um, that I liked? What about um, the Killers? No, I didn't like the Killers. It was a band you called. Like no, I don't like the Killers. It was a band called Rooney or something like that. They had like one song. I would play that song all day. I know the soccer player Rooney. Nah, it was a band called Rooney or something like that. Nah, I never heard of them. But yeah, right. no, I don't like the Killers, dude. Um, how'd you feel about uh about My Chemical Romance? They had good music, but they were emos. I don't know what though. Yeah, they were pretty. They were pretty emo, but th- their drummer was dope. He had some cool fills. Yeah, every, every once in a while. No, nah, I like the vocals. And I, I like them. I like them. I didn't mind listening to them. They had they had some dope riffs, man. Uh, on a, yeah. three cheers, uh, and then a lot of people didn't like the the Black Parade album, but I thought it was dope. Nah, I had a cool like. You know who I can't listen to no more? Stain. Really? I can't, I cannot listen to Stain at all. <laughs> it is too depressing. Like yo, for I put, real. <laughs> yeah, yo, for yo. Like I I tried to listen to a Stain um CD or just a song. I was like, yeah, <laughs> no, it it just won't work, dude. That that is so accurate, man. All his songs are like, like shit that like soldiers listen to when they're deployed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
Just really sad. Like he's always like. Uh, I mean that that the fa- the most famous song they have is like a love song type shit. Uh, that uh, what's that? Uh, right, right, right there waiting or some shit. It's right here waiting, some shit like that. I don't know. They had a bunch of depressing stuff. They just the guy has a good voice though. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll that's give why it to I, him. that's why I didn't mind listening to him because they had a good. He had a good voice and the music wasn't bad. But when you actually dive into the lyrics and like start paying attention to the lyrics, you're like. What was the name of the song, Lou? Right here. Right here. Yeah. See, right here. You know what I'm saying? Close. But that song. That song was like the the one that I remember. That shit is like, it has a good, like like I said, dude. Buddy sounds good, but yeah, it's pretty sad. That's how, that's how I feel about Sam Smith. Yeah. That, that guy with the piano came out like a couple years back. Yeah, I know you're talking about now. The blonde guy. He has a great voice, but like, my daughter, like, be happy. Yo, you're rich now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or something. That's why I can't deal with Adele either. Yeah, she's she makes good music, but she's just depressing as hell. And that's the thing is, I it's it's contradicting because I really there's some people that do depressing very well. You know what I mean? Like who? Like um, like Mac DeMarco. Shout out to Mac DeMarco. That guy's awesome. Uh, XXX Tentacion. That guy. Uh, or like MCR. You know what I'm saying? Like th- there's some bands that just do sad well. You know what I'm saying? There's like sad like anthems, you know what I'm saying? Like Hey Jude or whatever. Yeah, I don't listen to shit like that. Come on, dog. What do you mean? I don't. Hey Jude's a great song. Yeah. No, nah, but. I try to stay away from the depressing stuff <laughs> <laughs> as much as possible. Oh, man. That, but doesn't. You never use like music to. Yeah. You know what I mean? My music was corn. Really? Yeah. What emotions does corn bring out of you? It was, they had a couple songs. That just like I, I I was going through and I played this did my time the song that they did for Tomb Raider dude I I bawled I was like <laughs> to to that song at one point I was very depressed at one point yeah but that's what I'm saying like I'm always depressed you know what I'm saying nah nah I don't give a damn I wish I had that attitude you know what I'm saying because some days I have like. You know, you just be caught. You just get caught in a slump, and yeah. you know you, you kind of stay around the same theme. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or now I get caught in this thing where YouTube YouTube doesn't even show you like what you're subscribed to anymore. It shows you like recommended shit or yeah. shit you've watched before. So I'll put on like a song or two that's like in that saddish vibe, and then it just recommends nothing to me but that, and then. I'll go back on YouTube the next day and it's recommending the same shit, so I'll listen to the same shit. No, nah, and I just get stuck in that. Nah, loop, you nah, know? I changed that, dude. Like now, if when it comes to YouTube, when I, if I get off work or when I'm about to go to sleep or when I'm trying to like chill out, yeah. they do like live stream of, of jazz and stuff like that. Dude, I smoke blood. Have me a cup. I make a cocktail with apple juice and crown royal vanilla. I drink that. I'm good. I let the jazz play, take me a shower, and I'm just, <laughs> it's whatever, because it's, it's a live stream. It's a 25-hour live stream, so I'm like, okay, yeah. I put that on, boom. It just goes. Just let it ride. Yeah. Or I do, like, the chill step or whatever. Yeah, the f- <laughs> chill lo-fi songs to do homework slash yeah. chill to. Yeah. But they work. Have you ever heard of uh, of Nujabez? Nah. Or Nujabez, whatever? Probably, but not by name. Alright, well, do, do you do you watch anime? Not like Some I animes? used to. You ever heard of Samurai Champloo? Yeah. He did the whole soundtrack for that shit. That was actually a pretty good soundtrack. It's an amazing soundtrack. And he did all of it. 
Okay. Yeah. I think he also... Uh, I, I might be way off base, but look up if Nujabez did Afro Samurai too. I may that be way off Wu-Tang. base. You might be right, dog. Because I watched Afro Samurai. I seen um, um, Samurai Shampoo too, but... I think Wu-Tang did um, Afro Samurai. That That's sick. <laughs> I love Wu-Tang Clan, bro. Dude, that's Afro I Samurai, love hip-hop, bro. That's dude, the thing. Afro Samurai was the... Samuel L. Jackson did the voice for the Samurai, ain't it? He did the voice for his um, conscience. I, I think that's what the character was, his conscience. But the, the voice in his head... That's fucking cool. Huh. I love Samuel L. Jackson, bro. Yeah, that guy's yeah. a classic. <laughs> the Afro Samurai soundtrack was made by some guy called RZA. RZA, yeah, RZA. dude, sure. RZA. That's from the Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang Clan. RZA. RZA. <laughs> I don't know that shit, man. I mean, if the letters are capitalized, you would say it as the letters, right? No, that's the RZA. Basically. Yeah, it's the RZA. That's the RZA. And like what the G? Yeah, the, yeah, it's by, by him and uh, Wu Tang Clan and fe- features big names such as Daddy Yankee. No, Big Daddy Kane. Whoa, big Daddy, oh, big, big, whoa, whoa, Daddy whoa, Yankee. Whoa, like, big Daddy Kane and Daddy. Those are like dude, so I just, off. I, I dude. just like scanned. That's terrible, said, dude. Big Daddy Kane, Daddy Yankee. Yeah, but then it makes sense because it's like it's Big like, Daddy Kane. Daddy Yankee. Any, if anyone listens to hip hop right now, there a lot of people that listen to this listen for the metal bands. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's why it didn't make sense to me because it's a, it says it's a hip hop and soul album. It's like, what the fuck does Daddy Yankee have to do with any of this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big Daddy Kane's a legend, bro. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Uh, but no, so he didn't do Afro Samurai, but he did do Samurai Shampoo. I'm first, one hundred percent on that. And uh, the thing is that Nujabez, he was uh, really influential. You know what I'm saying? And like that chill hip-hop like guitar sample style a lot of people after he came uh started using that style uh like that you hear in samurai shampoo and uh, on the stuff he did but he uh he he got into a car accident when he was like 36 or some shit Dang. like at 08 or 09 um yeah and he died so it sucks dude Damn, <laughs> it's crazy i thought you i thought he at least lived you said no, no, he died no, i'm he like died. Damn. Yeah, tragic, bro. Cause like he meant a lot to like the 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 Japan music scene, like the hip hop scene and shit like that. Like, I mean, yo, he he did a soundtrack for a whole anime and shit, and it's like a great soundtrack. Yeah, the that guy, was a good the guy anime. was yeah, he was ahead of his time in, in like the producing world, and he died mad young, bro. It's really sad. Uh, after after the show, if you're down, put on some new Jabez, man. It, it's so dope. I love shit like that. That's why I like Kanye West. Um, like he's he's uh, loon and he's on some shit right now. I don't know what what his deal is, but as far as like producing goes, nah, his music is on point. It's so dope. His lyrics and yeah, everything else. I don't know, but his music has always been on point. It's just his message is all. Yeah, it's weird. Though it, it it comes back to a topic that I bring up a lot on the show is uh separating an artist from their craft. You know what I'm saying? Like, or an artist from their material. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we've talked about it before, but in my opinion, I don't know. I think it's kind of hard to. Because people's politics or people's way 
is gonna bleed into their art. I feel that's why you get a lot of this. I mean, but if you think about it, music is based off emotions anyway. People put their emotions in their music all the time. You right. know what I'm saying? It that's what makes it music. It gives a voice to people. So if he's that way. It's going to bleed into his music because that's who he is. It has no choice but to come out. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly how I feel, yeah. That's why I feel like he's just full of shit when he does all this political stuff because it doesn't come out in the music at all. Mm-mm. Like, in the music, he's not talking about that stuff that he's bringing up when he's sitting nah. there talking to Trump or doing his little spiel on SNL or whatever. Nah. So I feel like it's not from the heart. I, I do feel like a lot of it is... Uh, you know, press trying to get press, trying to get attention, trying to have his name yeah. out there, which I think is dumb, man. There's so many other ways you could do that shit. As I mean, Kanye West is already famous. You know what I mean? See, but the thing is, nowadays everything is in the media. If you're in the media, if you're running whether it's social media or TV media, if you're in the media, you got a voice for some reason. It's gonna it's gonna draw attention to your whatever project you got going on. Just like right now, if I if Aries wants to get into a fight with somebody and we hit the news, everybody would go and listen to our album. Yeah. Just because of the Your fact. Names out there. Yeah, just because of the fact we were in the news. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Local metal band gets into a scuffle at Churchill's. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you guys want to fight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll set that up. You feel me? Local metal bands, nah, I wouldn't fight y'all. I wouldn't fight you, no, yeah. Nah, I don't want, you guys don't want that smoke, no? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. I'm kidding, dude, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. (laughs) But, you know what I'm saying? But, it it, it brings attention. We We should totally set up a publicity stunt. Catch someone doing some lewd shit. I mean, I'm down. Send it to TMZ. Yo, guys, check it out. Check it out. It's like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know. That's the, that's the guy from Unoya. You get, like, one of us, like, beating off in, like, a, an airplane or something. <laughs> Local metal drummer beats off in an airplane. <laughs> Footage on TMZ. Yeah. What do we got, guys? Yeah, I don't know. Some fat kid uh, plays drums or something. He was beating off in a bathroom. Uh an airplane see but the thing is they're gonna play your music yeah local metal band you know yeah they're gonna play a song yeah they'll play a track <laughs> you know what I'm saying uh, 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 of, uh, makers of hit single like one thing that I notice about uh, like music articles is uh, I've been reading a lot about the the Takashi 6 9 bullshit yeah you know what I'm saying and every time they bring up like a rapper or some shit they're like the Blankety blank rapper, like they always gotta bring up like their biggest hit single. Like, why yeah. are you plugging their shit? Yeah. It's like the Fifi rapper faces charges of twenty five years to life for racketeering. Yeah. Uh, and then the next sentence is like, the rapper is best known for his song Blankety Blank. <laughs> yeah. But right now he is facing charges and he could face life in prison. Like, why are you plugging the man right now? Like, what? What is this? Yeah, but that's what it is, though. That's what I'm saying. I, but, I don't know. It's very weird. That, that's always the thing I've been envious of uh, in hip hop is that uh, all it takes to get on is like a feature. You anywhere, anywhere, dude. You get you get on someone's song or you get someone on your song, and it's a hit or something, and that's it, dude. You put that bitch out there and it's no. All you have to do is it. get some type of attention. Period. Whether it's via news, um. You get a feature. Or That's how this Takashi kid got on, bro. He he started as a fucking meme. He started as a That's meme that you would see the kid with the rainbow teeth and shit. You're like, this guy doesn't exist, does he? And then one day he's just famous now. And people are just like, yeah, he's cool. It's like, what? 
Like, when did this guy, when did this shit, I don't get this whole face tattoo thing. Yeah, I would never get a face tattoo. I Me mean, either. It, it'll never happen. I don't understand this trend at all, and it's like, bigger than ever. <laughs> Honestly, to me, it says unemployment. <laughs> Every face tattoo says unemployment. You know what I'm saying? But granted, tattoos are more acceptable nowadays, too. So, Yeah, but I think face tattoos are, are kind of like in that realm where, like, yeah, you're right. Tattoos are more acceptable. Probably if someone has a tattoo on their neck, it's not going to be a big of a deal. But on yeah. their face, it's kind of like... Alright, this, nah, this person's If it's dumb. on your face, you setting yourself up to be to live a certain lifestyle. Yeah. Like you look at that Boonk guy or whatever. The guy who uh he he, he was famous he got he, he this is how this motherfucker became famous, dude. He he used to have videos where he would like go to a tattoo shop and like he'd get the guy, make the guy do the tattoo for him, and he have the videos like, Oh yeah man, yeah, I really like how it looks and then just book it out the store. And he had, like, plenty of videos like that. And so he would just be getting tatted up. And you would see him more and more tatted up in each video. And fucking, there was one he did where he got a face tattoo. He's like, oh, you're looking at it. He just books it out of the store. There was one. And he's just gaining subscribers for doing stupid shit. Uh, there was one. He went to go see it. That, uh, there was a puppy for sale. Yeah. And he's looking at the puppy. He's taking a video. Oh, my God, it's so cute. And he books it with this, with this puppy. Like, straight up. Like, He's a piece of garbage, but people follow him and. Well, I mean, people like stupidity for some reason. This you didn't used to be a thing though. I know, but well, people like this is the thing is people like different stupid shit back in the day. I think look at like Jenko jeans and shit like that. Well, no, back in the day, people like there was some silly shit back when it came to stupid shit. The stupid shit was jackass. (laughs) Yeah, everyone agreed that it was stupid though. Yeah. Not and even those guys didn't have face tattoos. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? None of them got face tattoos. Granted, no. they, and they beat they they beat they self up to, to to a pope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They took it to the next level. Yeah. But even with them, they don't have face tattoos. I don't know. It, to me it's branding yourself for unemployment. But, but Steve has a tattoo of himself on his back. He has a tattoo <laughs> of his face. That's yeah. the difference. He can cover it. You can't cover a face tattoo. Well, granted, I have seen people try to cover it with makeup. With makeup? Yeah. And then they start sweating. That shit start leaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Steve-O got a, a tattoo of his own face on his back, but he still wouldn't get a face tattoo. Yeah. That's how ridiculous face tattoos are. There's, like, people who are covered head to toe all the way up to their chin and tattoos, and they're like, face tattoo? What? Yeah. It's a terrible idea. Uh, I don't know. It, it seems like that's the way to get on, though. Look at that little pumpkin. That kid's like 17. He did, like just turned 18, but when he got yeah. on, he was 17 years old with face tattoos already and shit. Yeah. How? Because people are stupid. He got that on. Still doesn't he got on because he had a hype beat and he had something that'll make people move. That's how easy it is for rap, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I mean Post Malone, he's huge now, and he got. Uh, he's emo as hell. Oh, I love Post Malone though. That's my dog. Dude, he's he's like, super emo. I love it. Does he? He's the one that does that song. Um, I can't be without you or something like that. The I, the one that's always on every fucking radio station. I better now. He has a couple sad songs off the last record, to be honest with you. I'm better. Yeah, I can't listen to I'm better now. Um, it's something about I can't live without you. 
Um, Maybe he has a new song that I haven't heard. I don't listen to the radio. I don't know. I just listened to his last album because I really fuck with it. I don't know. There's one song I hear on the radio. When I hear it, I'm like, yeah. Let me change Turn the off. station. Yeah. Well, he has... Man, this is the thing. He's he's diverse, man. On the last album, he has a, a, an acoustic ballad. Uh, yeah, but he plays guitar. He actually... He tried out for... I think it was... Was it Census Fail or some shit like that? What was the band that Post Malone tried out for? You're asking me like I fucking know. <laughs> uh, well, you shouldn't have with a computer in front of you. Yeah. Fuck that guy. But uh, fuck you. But uh, yeah, dude, he actually... I mean, dude, the kid's from... He's a white guy from Texas, man. I know. So... I mean, yeah, he, he played guitar. He tried out for a metal band, and they, they didn't let him in. And he's like, fuck it up, you're a SoundCloud rapper. And he got his name from a rap name generator. Yeah? Yeah, his name is Austin Post. And he put that in, and they gave him Post Malone. Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's how easy it is. Like, for, it's so hard as a metal band. I feel like we're busting our fucking asses out here, playing fucking three, four or five shows a month. You know, putting out material, doing studio yeah. work, paying people to release singles, you know what I'm saying? Doing, you know, lyric videos and shit like that and like putting in the hours, the manpower, the elbow grease, all the all the acronyms. Yeah. All the examples and it's like almost to no fruition or to very little reward as far as to the work, whereas like they're putting in Well, at least over here. Over here is hard. If we was to go overseas I think we'll blow up quick as hell. Or even go to South America. If we was to go to South America we'll probably Because we're foreign to them. You know what I mean? The no, same way if we're they're more they're more appreciative to music. Than in America or than in Miami? Than in America, period. The Europe the States have just caught up to the European festivals. Think about it. They've been doing Monsters of Rock in Europe since the 80s, dude. They've been doing... Whacking. Whacking. Download. Rock and ring. Rock and ring. Yeah. From like the 80s. You feel me? Yeah. That's a good point. I never really looked into the festivals and stuff like that, though. Yeah. The U.S. festivals don't touch... The so in Europe American and festivals. South America, you think that there's just a general more appreciation for, for music, the music? yeah. For live music? Yeah. I mean, I have never played there, so I can't. I can't. I can't say it either. But I mean, just judging by the just the size of the festivals, think about what big festivals here top a European festival. Maybe Ozfest back in the day. I don't think anymore. Though. Even Ozfest wasn't that big. I went to a couple, and they weren't even crazy. I'd never been. There was a show I wanted to go to called. Uh, I mean, this is not huge or anything, but it was Buzz Bake Sale back in the day. Oh, that was awesome. I never got to go. I wanted to see Event Sevenfold there, like <laughs> like an 08. Why? Why is that funny, bro? That was like that was like in a time where you even like you piece of shit. Event Sevenfold. Yeah, so it's like what the fuck? Yeah, don't no, don't snicker at me, you piece no, of garbage. I'm fuck not, you. I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at like that. No matter what, like you you like went for full circle into Event Sevenfold. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I always figure it out. But uh, I've never, I, you know, I heard Buzz Bass. I was dope. I mean, maybe Ultra. Ultra gets crazy. You know what I'm saying? They were going to shut down Ultra, apparently. Yeah, but it's still not as big as the, as the European festivals. Well, maybe Electric Daisy, which I want to go to. I want to go to Electric Daisy. Lollapalooza's lit, right? Yeah, but it's still not as big as Download. Uh, what is the biggest festival we have? Like, Coachella? I Coachella's so. a big fucking yeah. deal. Burning Man? 
Yeah, but Coachella isn't isn't a metal festival. We have Woodstock, bro. We have the the king of festivals, bro. Like, whoa, how many people were there at the peak? Like five hundred thousand people were at the '69 Woodstock. Yeah, but they also have a European Woodstock too. And fuck that. We started <laughs> that shit with the man on your shirt. God damn it. '69 Woodstock had four hundred thousand people. I was close. I wish I could have went to that. Fuck, dude. The footage from that shit is great. You just see all the hippies doing their weird fucking dances. What? I wish dude, I don't that was to... a that was a terrible concert. Like, as, as, apart from like the music, everything uh-huh. else was terrible. Like, yeah, the, yeah. the Hell's Angels did security and stabbed like a million people. There yeah. were people getting raped. Yeah. People like sleeping on poop. Like, it was bad. It yeah. sounds like a fun time. Hell no. yeah, <laughs> I would have gone. What? Yeah, that was crazy. It got the to the point. It got to the point. Became, to to what uh, stop became a free festival. People paid for tickets, and then you had a bunch of people that just broke in and raided the bitch. No, I thought they made it free. Wasn't it free from the beginning? No. Did, look it up. I'm pretty sure it was free. That was a whole. There's no way hippies would have charged for that shit. That's why four hundred thousand people showed up. Yeah, no, they showed up and broke in. Nah, I think it was free, man. No, in '69 it was six dollars and fifty cents for one day, and eighteen days, eighteen dollars for 18 all three days. days. Eighteen dollars for all three days, yeah. dude. But then people broke down the fence and the barriers and just went in there. They caught it, and it just went whatever. That was a very ill-prepared uh, show that just went downhill for everybody. Yeah, but it was great. Apparently, um. Since Hendrix went on the last day, too, like, it had been raining for a while, and they weren't even sure if it was going to go on, like, a, a, a majority of the crowd had already left by the time Hendrix got on stage. Yeah, but he still performed to a huge crowd. That's what I'm saying. A majority of 400,000 people is still, you still have at least, you know what I'm saying? Could, could be even 100,000 people. Can you left. imagine 400,000 people? That's basically, like, most people are not at work. That's, yeah. like... A big ass amount of people, especially in the '60s. Yeah, yeah, where the population was pretty low. Like, imagine, dude, that's like the whole I can't the whole state, imagine. the whole state of like Florida, Georgia, and Louisiana, like at one festival. No, I don't think <laughs> it was. I don't think four hundred thousand people was that many people, but definitely like that's like, probably like the like, state of Maine, like the whole couple, state of a couple Maine. entire counties. Of people, for sure. Maybe the state of, like, a small state, yeah, Maine or some shit, Vermont. Yeah. <laughs> Connecticut. Rhode Island. <laughs> Rhode Island's a state? Yeah. I've never been to Rhode Island. I've only been to two states. I've only been to New York and Florida. Oh, and Jersey. I don't count Jersey, though. Fuck New Jersey. <laughs> Why? I don't trust... I, cause, I don't know, man. New Jersey just has beef with New York, bro. Um, we just got beef, man. I don't know what it is. I couldn't tell you. I just know we got beef. So just in a DNA? I just don't, yeah. Dude, I just don't fuck with it. in uh, 1969, Wyoming had a population of 332,000 people. So basically, Wyoming, you had the, Wyoming? the whole state of Wyoming, plus <laughs> and then some, attending the same festival. <laughs> wow. The whole state of Wyoming. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Fuck the Wyoming State Fair. Everyone just go to Woodstock. <laughs> the whole state just go to Woodstock. Damn. Yeah, sorry, Wyoming's closed today. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yo. Could you imagine? No, (laughs) I can't. How many people were at the... Do you remember that show? Well, not you remember, but the show in Russia, that Pantera play with Metallica? Oh, that was was like 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 millions. That's what I'm saying. That was a stupid amount of people. What was it? It was was in Moscow. In 1991. It was in Moscow. Some shit like that. It was Pantera, Metallica, and like Iron Maiden or some shit. I think Megadeth played it too. Maybe. Nobody cares. 
Yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck me, it does. Exactly. Unless they I mean, that's when they were good. That's when they were okay. Okay, okay, here we go, here we go. I got the, the biggest concerts of all time. Top five. Okay, what do we got? Number five. Rolling Stones in Rio de Janeiro in 2006. 1.5 million people. Jesus wow. Christ. And that's number five. That's number five? Number four. The Love Parade, which is an EDM festival in Berlin, Germany in 2008. 1.6 million people. Fuck. Number yeah, three. Dude. Monsters of Rock, which was Metallica, ACDC, then the Black Crows in Moscow, Russia in 91. That was Pantera one, played that. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess, they're, I guess they're, they're, not not it. It. Yeah, they're not showing it. Doesn't matter. They're not showing here. But that's fine. 1.6 million people. 1.6 million. Have you seen the video for that yes, shit? Yes, I've seen the video. That's retarded. All right. Number two, Rod Stewart in Rio de Janeiro in 94. 3.5 million people. What the fuck? All right, so let me, guess, let me guess what number one is. Let me guess what number one is. It has to be something in Rio de Janeiro, I think. You're never going to get it. Because I don't even know who the fuck that is. Oh, fuck. It's like that, huh? All right, well, what year was it? What year was it? 97. 97. No, let me guess. Let me guess, man. (laughs) What? um, Is it American? I don't know who... Hold on. Let me me do a little research on who this person is. (laughs) It's a person. A per... It has to be... Michael... No, because you don't know who it is. It can't be Michael Jackson. My, even though I feel like Michael Jackson was huge, but he yeah. obviously never played in front of a million people. Oh. Who the fuck could have played in front of more than 3.5 million? Da- it can't be David Bowie. Nah, because he would have known David That's Bowie. That's what I'm saying. Like, who do you not know? I give up. Fuck it. If you don't know him, I don't know him for sure. Well, hold on. Let me find out who he is first. Who is Just it? tell me who the fuck don't it tell is. Tell me it's the, the piano man. Um. His name is uh, Sean M- Mitchell Jar. No, who the fuck is that? And how many people? He's a uh, a French composer, performer, record producer. He's a pioneer in the electronic ambient and new age genre. Fucking hell. Okay, so that was one of the first EDM You're right concerts. about these Europeans, dude. 3.5 3. <laughs> million people. 3.5. And it was the first, I guarantee it was like the first EDM festival or something like that. Dude. 1997. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Fr- you said they were. He was French. Yeah, it's a French composer. Daft Punk. They're French, and they came out in like 98, 99. With yeah, Homework. but Daft Punk, they 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 ain't doing those numbers. No, 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 dude. But I don't care. I'm just talking. But Daft like, Punk sold out on amazing. Coachella too. Cause Daft Punk, Daft Punk did a uh, hell of a show at Coachella. Dude, that's the thing. Daft Punk doesn't play that many shows, but when they play a show, it's like a thing. It's like Tool. They're like the Tool of like the EDM. Yeah. When they show up, it's like, oh shit, it's Daft Punk. Like, I gotta go. Yeah. Um, but I'm dying to go to a Daft Punk show. I would love to see Daft Punk. What? Would I, honestly, dude, I love. That's the one house or whatever, whatever you want to call them, band that I could put up. It's house music, house EDM. Yeah, but I, I like the music they make. Like, I don't know, it just relates with everybody. Like, it resonates with everybody. Yeah. Same thing with like the Gorillas. The Gorillas are like fucking all over the place in the genre spectrum, and like everybody likes them. They're, I like they're uh, like electronic. Yeah. They got acoustic songs. They got fucking rockish songs. Yeah, I mean the one thing that I like about Daft Punk too is that you know they're also like they mix shit live for real. They're like yeah. real, real DJs from back in the day when like you needed records and like there was like an yeah. art to it. Yeah, and they still respect that art. Whereas like a lot of you the know guys who's like now, that too, Justice. I heard about that. Well, this is the thing. I woke up after like a drunken binge or some shit to some justice playing on my TV. Dude, they did a, a EDM version of Metallica. Um, was it? Um, da, da, 
I don't know the Metallica song. That didn't sound like Metallica to me, but I believe yeah. you. Dragon? Um. It's not like old fucking upbeat. But it's the one where they got the the, the stutter in it. It's the one song where they got the stutter. Dun it, dun it. I have a lot of songs like stutter. That, yeah. It's like an obvious stutter in a song. It might be Master Puppets. Master of Puppets? Yeah. Master. Yeah, they did a they did a um, version of Master of Puppets, an idiom version of Master of Puppets. That sounds terrible. No, that it does was sound pretty dope. shitty. No, it was dope. No, no, the best cover of Master of Puppets. Um, I forgot the name of the band. I always forget the name of the fucking band. Um, fuck, man. I'm gonna be mad at myself for not remembering, but <clears throat> they do. <clears throat> I think except for drums, but the whole band is like voice. Like their voices, so they do like the guitars with their with their voices. So they're like, bam, 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 like they do with like effects on the with like reverb and stuff on the voices. It's so bad. Yeah, I think the best one I seen was the the sock puppet parody. What what is that? Oh, those are cool. Dudes with sock puppets do um do parody versions of popular songs. They did a master puppets version. What I, what I do like is Apocalyptica doing covers of shit with the cellos and the violins and stuff. String string sections are are great, but uh, oh, they're called Vine Canto. In case anyone's wondering, and uh, we've been going for an hour. And my dog barking seems to signal the end of the episode, folks. So tune in next week when I'll be interviewing somebody else. In the meantime, though, I want to thank Joe for coming on. I want to thank Eras One for supporting us. Thank you, Lou, no for producing. Uh, any plugs you want to give real quick? Before we wrap it up? Um, Obviously, The Passage. Yeah. Go check out our new single, The Passage. You can check it out on YouTube. It's on Spotify. Um, anywhere else? <clears throat> It's on iTunes. iTunes. Can we close out with the passage? Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're actually going to let y'all hear it, but make sure you guys check out the lyric video on uh, on YouTube. The passage, Ears 1. Forever. Shout out to Dogmatic Studios for recording us. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs>